0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Bros 3 Podcast. How you doing? This is your messy uncle, um, brother number one. And how you living that best life fam? That's the question we always ask on the show. And I hope you're asking that question of yourself. I'm here with uh, a good friend of mine. He is a writer, an author has also i need you to explain to me what's the difference uh by the way uh we have i have an author uh with some literary books coming out and various other exciting projects and i'd like to give him a little time to uh, give some shine to his his gift uh, i'm here with avery washington and how you doing fam i'm doing all right sir how about you i cannot complain now we've been talking um, <laughs> we've had a couple conversations We had to kind of dial it back Because this is a family show yes. um, But first and foremost You got uh, A book coming out And I saw the trailer for it um, And I think you got two books coming out If I'm not mistaken Uh,
1: Actually It's It's one book Uh, It's called Street Vices 2 um, The main author Her name is Panther Jones And this is the second volume of the series that she's doing. And basically what it is, it's the seven deadly sins, greed, lust, um, greed, what is it? Greed, lust, sloth, glut- Yeah, sloth, anger, gluttony. wrath, yeah, all those. So she's taking those and she's adding an urban hood twist to it. So each sin has its own little hood version or the hood, tales from the hood sort of thing.
0: Right. Like a precautionary tale. Like when these things take over. The damage that they cause. Okay.
1: So she did a part one. It was dope. She read some of my short stories and she wanted to do a part two back in 2011. But all the authors that she had got together kind of fell through. So she was like, it was on ice. So then she was thinking about doing it again. She asked me to do it. I jumped on. It was supposed to be each author did one story somehow or another I did wrath uh the other Arthur fell off and I wound up doing two stories instead of one so I had envy and wrath so I wound up doing two stories for the book
0: now can I ask you I don't want to give away too much but uh do the stories have are they grounded in reality or is it a supernatural aspect to them um or a little bit of both no actually they're grounded in reality okay um
1: like there is one that I thought it had a really dope twist on it called it was gluttony, okay. gluttony of spirits, and basically it was a girl who grew up real rough in the projects or whatever. She found a decent church-going dude, and it turned out that he, don't give do too much. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just it it, okay. it, 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 it. it revolved around gluttony and church and scriptures. Okay, and so so like this, that.
0: Is, um, this is a this is a collaborative effort with other writers, right? Good. Okay. And also, now I saw a trailer for them. This one is your yeah. baby, right? Yeah. The, right. Um, the story,
1: the first story that I did uh, was called Demon Night, And I didn't think too much of it. I didn't think that she was going to do a book trailer for mine, of all. So, she did that. My mind was blown because that story for me takes place at The uh, bank on 5th, the old bank building or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, I took a month going down there, which is crazy because I think I have an issue with I need to physically be in the place that I'm going to write the story. Because actually, that's what you were doing, researching from another place. Yep. Okay. So, this first particular story takes place in that bank building. It's like... uh, 10 stories of survival sort of thing like the editor of the book was like yo this reminds me of metal gear solid blah 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 blah, yada yada like a video game sort of okay.
0: thing this is a this is a blurred podcast so for any people in uninitiated metal gear solid is probably to me one of the best game yes. series ever i'm not trying to take any shine by what you're saying but it, I, I bought a playstation 2 to play yes. metal gear solid 2 Yes,
1: 2 and 4 are probably the best of that series. Snake Eater
0: though, don't sleep on Snake Eater, that's part 3.
1: Okay, can I say something about Snake Eater? Yeah, Um,
0: just say it loud into the mic. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Okay, so an embarrassing fact about me. I love Snake Eater because of the opening theme. And so I used to, because it had that James Bond feel to it. And, you know,
0: I kind of sat there and I sang it. (laughs) Wait it, minute! it, a it. Okay. Um, can we get, can the fam hear you sing some of <laughs> nah, do No, it's been so long since I, I heard, like, if you play, it's like, it's like, certain songs,
1: even now, like, they, they resonate within me, like, the music messes with me, like, if I hear, um, Focus by Her, oh
0: yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, my inner, I don't want to say that word, but it comes out, like, I was driving one time, and, This girl, she was in the car and she took control of my radio, had the auxiliary. Let me control the auxiliary. So I'm just driving. All of a sudden, I just start grinding. It's like, oh, no, wait, you got to cut that song off. She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, that song, it does something to me. And I started singing and grinding in traffic and we stopped. We in Highland. And, you know, some Caucasian brethren, Uh you know, it's like, can you focus on And I'm just,
0: it's like, oh. I, yeah so, i would tell you i think yeah. this podcast i think this is gonna be a new thing i'm gonna ask people <laughs> guests to sing i think that's gonna be a thing because i i enjoyed that okay uh, um so yeah okay. back to the yeah this, back to the story she made a
1: book trailer i was blown away by it uh she was only doing three of them and my first story which also happened from what i've heard from like one of my work spouses started off the book. Okay. so that first story starts off the tone of the book which um, I didn't think it was good enough to start the first start the book off but apparently her and the editor felt it was
0: so yeah okay um, I'm really excited about um, reading those when do they come out actually the book
1: dropped um, it's on Amazon. Uh, I think it came out, like, October 14th, so okay. it's been out at least, like, two weeks by now. Okay. And, uh, when is The Demon Knight drop? Uh, that, that's a short story. That's the, the story that kicks it off. Okay, I got you. So, that's in the book. That's one of the two stories the contributed.
0: Okay. I, I do remember seeing the trailer, and it blew my mind. So I, Yeah, she I, put it together. Okay. Um, now, also, apparently there, there's things in this show, fam, that y'all don't know. Um... Because your messy uncle is messy. There's certain things that have not been divulged. But every guest brings alcohol. It's not mandatory. It's just the way these things kind of happen. So, and everyone's brought different alcohol. Everyone is, whatever you drink or whatever we need to do to loosen you up to get you to talking. And uh, Brother Avery here has made a very peculiar selection. What are we sipping on? Uh, Mike's hard lemonade (laughs) Alright, now Every This is the first male guest I've had First male fam that actually came and talked to me All the other Female fam, sis Honey B, Candace Evans Brought hard liquor But my brother Avery brought hard lemonade And that's fine Why would you bring hard lemonade (laughs) to the messy uncle? Well First of all um,
1: I know the last particular time we tried to get me on the show, uh huh. Talk about, talk about. Uh, you you weren't drinking. You were on the Good Samaritan path, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want I didn't want to be that that a hole that you know was like hey, you know should I should I bring something mm. should should we and I'm thinking I'm like it just I didn't want to be that bad guy right. or something that was like okay so. You know, I was I was straight, and then you tempted me, and now I can't get out of bed. And be throwing... <laughs> I I didn't want that to come back to bite me, so it was just like, I could have brought Kool-Aid sugar water, but it True. was like... I pre- well, you you
0: almost did. My,
1: my... I w- See, and even then, like, now that you think about it, and I think about it now, when I was in the liquor store, mm-hmm. and you know, it was the liquor store, it was like a shady neighborhood anyway, but what part of Gary ain't shady. Um, True. They looked at me like I ordered prayer one or something like that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Was it the one up up, up the, there up across the Stone, fifth from? Uh, yeah, like rallies and then down. Fifth. That
0: is the. That's the. Every time I tell a story on this yeah. podcast, it's that liquor store. Yeah, yeah. That is. That's an interesting yeah. place to be. Um, <laughs> but thank you for <laughs> thank you for the sugar water. Well, you know Next time I will bring some heart. That's again. right. Yeah, knock yeah, me, yeah. On, knock yeah, me on my okay. feet. Um, <laughs> now back in college, um, you were. A very big wrestler fan. I don't know if this is a good segue, but you were really big in wrestling. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about it, mm-hmm. you also partook in a specific type of wrestling. If if that's okay to talk yeah. about, yeah, you you want to tell? Uh, I I am a fan of the Attitude Era. Um, and for the people who don't know, because I stopped watching. Uh, after uh, Sting started painting, his face. yeah, you so see, was you
1: was WCW. I didn't really mess with Nitro. I was all straight WWE from a kid back in the day when we had the Hulk Hogan cartoon on Saturday mornings, yeah. little thumb wrestlers. Uh
0: huh. I had
1: them. So Attitude Era, you know, it was DX. You know, I get two words for you, and then he points to his, yeah, I got in
0: trouble for that. Yeah, we you a, could we not all, do we that we in all, school. We all did. <laughs> yeah, all did. putting the X over your over your genitals was right. Not and allowed. then
1: you know you had stuff like when Stone Cold Steve Austin beat up Booker T. In the grocery store, the black dude, But yeah.
0: he got in trouble, didn't he? For dropping, he was too much in character, and yeah, he and he, he called Hulk Hogan N word. Okay, yeah, we don't say N word on the. Yeah, okay. yeah, he called him in
1: word. Yeah. Like, Hulk Hogan, we come for you. And it's like, and then he, you could see that he knew he messed <laughs> up. Because he turned around and he started talking to Sensational Sherry. And she's just like, it's okay, Booker. Yeah, it's okay. You it's gonna like, be like, oh right. man, I'm going to get fired. <laughs> mean Gene just kept like, oh, okay. Is Mean Gene still alive? Yes, Mean Gene is still alive. I'm going to tell you. He did a Mountain Dew commercial for Kickstart with Kevin Hart.
0: Really? Yeah. I'm going to tell said. you. There's there's people in your life that mean something to you. Okay, a little side note. Mm-hmm. He, uh, mean Gene one of those people. He, he did his job and he did it very well. He didn't mm-hmm. he did he he made wrestlers look good, but he was also professional. He almost seemed like a news anchor you can trust and he seemed like when things happened, it kind of caught him off guard even though he was obviously involved. I but, would love to see him and Howard Cosell like in
1: an interview cuz you know Cosell with Muhammad Ali right. and Gene Okerlund with the like their commentary styles. Right. Like I would love Oh, those are people you just
0: love to be interviewed by. Did you see today, October thirty first? Mister Finney ran off. Someone tried to break into his house. Mister Finney from how did you Boy break into Mister Finney's house? And that's what I'm saying. Like real talk, the hood should go. I don't think the person knew it was Mister Finney's house. Disrespectful. But I know it. It kind of hurt my soul a little bit. But I guess apparently, Mister Finney. I guess they were trying to break into his house, and Mister Finney like saw him and then. And I guess maybe he gave him a speech like he did Corey. And then, and he, the boy ran off. So he was on... I was actually eating the, uh, breakfast with my daughter. And he was on Good Morning America. He's 91 years old. Mr. Matthews. You know, doggone well. <laughs> is, is that a crowbar in your hand, really? Mr. Matthews? <laughs> That's how you get in my house? Well, it would be Mr. Matt. It would be Sean. I don't yeah. know Sean's last name. Oh, yeah. Sean. Yeah. Sean okay. had issues. So, also... Mm-hmm. Uh, we did take a sidetrack, but I want to talk about before we start talking about other foolishness. Mm-hmm. You have a distinguishing thing going on. Are um, you comedy writer? What is that? Explain that to me. I am totally okay enamored.
1: Um, so back in 2016, during my stint where I actually cared about going to school, Don't so, say I'm just saying. Anyway. <laughs> um, I took a screenwriting. Uh, Class, and you know, I was like, okay, well, do I just purely want to write novels? I want to venture into screenplay writing. Took that class. The teacher was cool. Like, he gets invite to the cookout. That's how cool he is. Oh, okay, that's what's up. Um, and at the time, it was still in the back of my head that I wanted to do something on the radio for WIUN, and he was like, hey, we should put together something. Get some of the students from the class, and we did you this is is a jacked up story and and forgive me like i had reached out to tony and told him about it and i didn't expect him to show so you know it's like me him and i think candace and a bunch of other of our caucasian brothers and sisters I didn't know who he was, because he was sitting there inconspicuously, and he had a hat down. So I ain't seen Tony in years. He had his little, like, Mr. Smithers mustache, his <laughs> glasses, head all down, and whatnot. And so we were all just in there talking about what we want to do, and then we had to introduce ourselves. And I feel bad as a friend, because I didn't even recognize Tony. And, you know, everybody saying the name, he was like, oh, I'm just a homeless guy here to get heat. And it was just like... Oh, it's Tony! You! The only way that I can really compare it to, and I'm really finna show my age, and I might put some people to sleep with this. The movie M.A.S.H., 1970-something. And Trapper John first gets to the tent. He's in this huge parka. You can't see anything but his big, huge mustache, because Elliot, Elliot Gould had a big, huge fro fr- mustache. And Hawkeye's looking at him like, uh, I know you, stranger. <laughs> I can't place my finger on exactly where I know you from. So it was like one of those moments, and then it goes on further in the movie. They're playing football, and he throws him the football, and then they realize, I'm like, hey, you're Trapper John, the only man in that got a piece on the Boston Rail, and he got caught, and he's like, oh, she you me in the It was like one of those things, like, oh, wow. So, yeah, I feel bad, because I didn't recognize Tony. But
0: I will say this. The funny thing was, everyone had... Everyone had a goal, you know what I'm saying? Everyone was like, oh, well, I'm 21 and I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm 25 and I'm doing this. I am a professor and I'm doing this. And honestly, as it came to me, it was like, man, what, what am I? Like, <laughs> who am I to be with these people? And the bad thing is, if you know who you are, you kind of don't really care what people think mm-hmm. about you. And I like the fact that I said, yeah, I'm just a homeless guy trying to get warm. And everyone kind of looked at each other. And they were trying to figure out what to do next. Like, I real talk, I kind of like drama. So I kind of wanted one of those guys to be like, you got to go. Why, <laughs> why don't you make me? Like, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to call campus security. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but homeless people don't have nothing to lose. So yeah. like, if a homeless person tell you I'm a homeless person doing something, let that homeless person go. Where you going to go? Go home. Nah. I don't think
1: anybody <laughs> would have been like really bothered because there was a lot of uh, homeless people that kind of hang out in the library. I hear one lady we saw that when I used to work there she came in with a bucket of chicken and went straight to the third floor
0: and we just would chill there all day eating chicken you know what though that's you know someone said if you ever go homeless you, you go to the library mm-hmm. uh, for, for warm yep And you get you a gym membership. If you got recycled cans, the reason you go to the gym membership is you always got a place to go, especially if it's a 24-hour gym, Mm -hmm. you've always got a place to take a shower. So even, because there's a lot of people who are homeless but have jobs. So you can still be, uh, you know, pretty clean or, you know, Mm society-wise. You can still get away with being homeless. But, yeah, that's the secret. You get you a gym membership, and you you can get ripped. And then who knows? From there, you can be a stripper. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, that's yeah. well, not bad at all. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I'm just trying to give the fam just ways to we're giving it homeless system. tips. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I know I keep bringing up your accolades, and I know, I know, maybe people feel kind of weird about, it, but you you do a lot. Like, okay, you also got the podcast. I uh, no, I'm sorry, mm, not the podcast. You have the blog. The blog, and I, I read it. Uh.
1: Yeah, that, that, the blog, yeah, that, okay, so, my little harem, who constantly keep their foot on my neck about, you gotta do this, so it was like, okay, I, I got through doing that screenplay class with Garen, and it was like, we all tried that first attempt to get that pot show on the air, and everybody just kind of faded away like an R&B
0: group. But, I didn't fade away. No, no. It was just like it just fizzled yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, you know, the one the one guy that was uh, oh god, I can't remember his name. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, but so it was like, okay, so what's the next level with this? And I think it was Helena that told me, "Hey, you should do a blog." Like you you do silly stuff on Facebook, these life with Avery statuses. So, it was like, "Okay, let me try a blog." But even then it was like, so how do I start this blog off? What do I do? How do I how do I start it off? Well, I, you know, I have I felt like I had to be unique. I didn't want to be like everybody else. Oh, so I'm gonna blog about their environment. Right. Save the scene. it was like, no, that's not me. So right. how how do I do it? And it was like you have a unique voice. So go about it. And I remember listening to the Beatles, Sgt. Pepper, Lonely Hearts Club band. So that was the first studio album that they did with no touring involved. So it's like we're in the studio and it starts off like when you go to theater or something like that and you hear the musicians warming up, the the French horns, the violins and stuff. And I'm thinking, okay, they're painting a picture for me like I'm in an actual big opera house. Hmm. And I hear the band warming up. I hear people talking before the show starts and it's just like, huh, that. Yeah. So then I start writing it from the, that point of view, like this is an opera house or whatever. People are lining up for the show. This character who is me comes out on the stage and I go into description about what he's wearing, which is like usually my signature shirt, tie, jeans, whatever. And he starts talking and he's going to explain how this blog comes to be.
0: So it's almost like, uh, is it—is it written? Um, I'm trying to paint a picture for the, for the listeners. It's almost like uh, stage directions. It's like the show being produced as it's being made. Like it's the yeah. behind the scenes of a show, yeah. but you're watching the show. The behind the scenes is also part of the actual. Yeah. So he has yeah. that. You know how Kermit the Frog used to do the Muppet Show,
1: yeah. ah, and he runs off the
0: stage. So he's, he's kind of. Wait a minute, y'all! I know y'all couldn't hear it, but the arms did flail. There was a. <laughs> There was yeah, a, Kermit a Kermit. no, I definitely yeah, know, I mean, and I hope the listeners got the mental picture. Yeah, and so that, that's
1: that's how it goes in my head, but I don't actually have the character to do that. But now, in retrospect, yeah, you know, welcome to the Muppet Show, blah 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 blah, and here's special because ah! <laughs> and, and he leaves the stage, and the curtains pull back, and so it's like a big, huge movie screen, which goes into the very first episode, and it's called Dark Creative, Dark Something, Dark. Creative Thoughts of a Dark Man. It's something that's been so long. No, that's actually
0: what it is. Creative Thoughts of a Dark Man. Yeah,
1: something like that. Yeah. So I'm like 13 chapters into it. And then I started treating it like an actual TV show. So in between the chapters of it, because I'm writing like a novel TV show, there are Life with Avery's. Now anybody that's on my Facebook page that follows them or on my Twitter and whatnot, it's like Life with Avery's are now currently up to like 230 something. Hmm. But... On the blog they have a different format so I've started from part
0: one so this is an ongoing it's, it's almost like a there's no end right it's almost like it's 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 almost like life yeah it's, it's it'll like I'm so
1: far ahead like my, my mind goes so literally on the blog I'm only on chapter 13 mm-hmm. in my head it's like on chapter 50 okay now let me
0: let me ask this <clears throat> does does chapter 50 what what does chapter 50 look like? Because we have plans, but also uh, life has plans, right?
1: Fifth, uh, okay.
0: Well, I can't even take exactly. Well, no, that. no, I don't want like the but like, well, it's it's are you weird. old? Are you guys? No, kids? no,
1: like it, it's it's really weird because it kind of turns into like a you remember how who Framed Roger Rabbit was? There's the real world and there's the tune world. Mm-hmm. So, by the time it gets to chapter 50, you find out, like, some pivotal... Well, now, okay. No, I mean, no, I'm not giving okay. away. You find out some pivotal stuff, and it's, gotcha. like, really weird because it's, like, when I start going around, it's, like, hey, that... No, that's not... It, you. I'm seeing people in real life that are my friends, but they're really not my friends. They're characters that I've written gotcha. in my novels and my screenplays and stuff like that. Like... My friend Helena, she's modeled uh, the character Lyric, like in a, in a whole other series I have called the Lost Ones. She's modeled after that particular character, uh-huh. and she loves that character to death. Like that's one of her nicknames. So I'm running up like, "Hey, Helena!" It's like, "My name is Lyric," and it, it <laughs> and it dawns on the main character like, "I'm not getting this." Right. And so eventually he runs into me,
0: and it's. Got you. It's got a meta, a meta kind of. Yeah, it's, it. it's
1: weird. It's, it's hard to explain.
0: The last time we conversate, you told me something that's kind of, and it's it's very cool when someone tells you something that kind of resonates with you. You said something, and you said it a couple months ago, and when you said it, it gave voice to exactly a thought I had. It was, Do you do you remember what it was?
1: I think it might be the Truman Show coming. Yes, yes. Yeah. Please explain yeah. that to the fam. Okay, if y'all have seen the movie uh, Truman Show with Jim Carrey, uh, he doesn't know, but his whole life is being televised, like this big, huge show. And eventually he finds out about it. But there's like cameras everywhere. And I've always felt like life was like that. And so much weird stuff has happened to me. Hmm. And either it's like God, I mean, God has a really jacked up sense of humor sometimes but it was like even more weirder and it's just like yeah and it messed with me so bad when i saw the movie i'm like that's how i feel (laughs) and something happened to me and i legitly if something really jacked up happens to me i will like look to the left or to the right depending on where i am (laughs) and depending on who said what and usually, to be funny, I'm just like, yep. And as he turns to the invisible studio audience, and then I'll gesture <laughs> like, what the did she just say? And then just lo- slowly look back like, okay, yeah, I can't.
0: It's almost like a Zach Morris, like when he would freeze time. Yeah. Or Will Smith. Yeah. Like, can you believe this is happening? Right. But now I'm back in the scene. You told me that a couple months ago, and I promise you, I, yeah, it's one of the things like I do. I, and I guess we all feel like we're the, um, main characters in our own story. But, like, yeah, a lot of times, sometimes life is a sitcom. And the stupid things that happen, you know, you just, like, this has got to be one of those Bizarro episodes. It it, it was. Um, <laughs> and I think, like, at
1: first, when I, I used to say this years ago, and my ex at the time, Tamar, she used to laugh about it. So, the one thing that really kept us friendship-wise talking was the fact that I had this car, uh Lumina that she gave me. We used to call it the Incredible Hulk because it survived through all her newer cars. Hmm. So, I had a bad uh, rear end or whatever, uh, axle something, whatever. It, it finally went kaput. Okay. So, for me, you know... It was just like, uh, it, was, it was really bad. I felt like it was one of those mid-season breaks that, that, <laughs> that the show, like it's a storyline and it's like, yo, we're going to leave y'all cliffhanging, cliffhanging like this. yeah. So it's like, okay, this is the main pivotal thing that keeps them together. The breakup wasn't that messy, but it's like, okay, the one thing that's keeping y'all together is finally done right. now. So now y'all have no right we attachment. have we have no need to talk to each other.
0: Anymore. So where do we go from here?
1: So the car broke down, I called her, told her what happened, she comes over, we sit in the car, and it's just like on TV, like we're just sitting there thinking about all the memories we had in this car. She pulls out her phone. She starts playing it so hard to say goodbye. Like the original one that they played oh, when Cochise wow. died.
0: Cochise bumped yeah. his head. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is he was an athlete, but he bumped his head. Right. It, was, it was done. That, okay. that was it.
1: So she started playing that. You know, we rolled up and we're sitting there. And we was like, man, remember that time we did this in the car? Remember the time we did... And I'm like, yo, this is like one of those mid-season finale breaks like on The Walking Dead or something. And you know what I just noticed? Like, all those years we were together, you were a main character in this sitcom. And now we've broken up. You turned it into like, a secondary character. Oh, wow. And now that this car is gone, like, sis, you might be one of those characters that writers just write in just to start some mess and then they go away. Like, you cousin faith in soul food. Like, you <laughs> ain't got no real serious purpose but to sleep with the husband and then you out. And... She called me so many bad words.
0: Well, I could I could see that because you telling her <laughs> I was like yo, you were main character now, because, right? Yeah, and yeah. I guess yeah, your story arc
1: is over, sis. Yeah, you out. That's that's uh, a that's yeah. Big. She didn't yeah. She didn't take that too well. I had a uh, which is odd enough. We talked today too. She wow. still, she still pops up randomly, like a special guest star. Oh, guest starring. Yeah, everybody. like you know, like that one character that you love, and they just randomly pop up. Like y'all ain't. It's like on Grey's Anatomy when Christina Yang left, they brought in Isaiah Washington's character just to send her off. Mm. So yeah, that's how my ex pops up. Like you know, hey,
0: I dig the fact that you know when someone's passionate about their craft, it bleeds over into other aspects of their I life. I hate that. You hate that? I hate it. I think that's awesome. For me. I
1: I used to love it, but then I it, it I hate it because when I watch some shows, I get emotionally attached to the character. I don't know if it's me as a fan or it's me as a writer. Mm. And me and her used to get into it a lot about Grey's Anatomy and Scandal. Yeah. And Yeah. I, I ain't going to lie. I, and this is me bearing my soul. Go for it. When they killed off um, Dr. Shepard on Grey's Anatomy... We were laying up in the bed, we was watching on the laptop. And it was done, you know, I'm like, I'll go to the bathroom. Well, <laughs> so yeah. I, I go to the bathroom. I'm sitting on the toilet like kill, <noises> <accomp universe> <laughs> <fanened> <laughs> you. She's like, is you crying in there like a punk? <laughs> I'm like, they killed no nothing, damn shit. they killed me dreaming. <laughs> she's like really Avery. I'm like, you're the writer in me, man. <laughs> you, you, know how, you know how I felt, cause in season nine they killed Dove Mark. And <laughs> He was playing with Mama's, like, She was like, "I'm not watching this show no more."
0: I don't know who these people are. But yeah, I like the yeah. fact that you that you got. But okay, well, I was gonna say I dig it when someone like okay, I got an artistic streak, right? Mm-hmm. So when I see something, and it's something, my mama always told me, "God is a painter. God is an yeah. artist." Right. So even as a kid, we will be, let's say late for church and it'd be sun sundown service or something. Mm-hmm. And we'd be rushing into the church and she'll be like, Look at the sky and like we'd take a moment, look at the sky and she'll be like, Look at those like the clouds with paintbrush strokes, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh the color, look at the use of color, this that and other. You got pinks, you got oranges, you got oranges, you know, uh yellows. And it was like this is a gift that God's given us. Mm-hmm. Um guys and artists. And then from there, we would continue our like that. So even now, I could be running late and it it, te- it teaches you to slow down and just Smell enjoy. The roses. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's beauty all around you. And I guess I was saying as far as the writer. Now yeah. that, like like I dig, like um
1: I remember, I'll get lost like in the middle of the, of the court of IUN. Like the trees and the leaves turn different color. Like it, right. the contrast of red and yellow mixing like that. Like I actually dissed a girl on accident because I was so caught up. Like my inner child looks at stuff like that and it's just complete awe. Hmm. And she's like, "Hey, you're that one." Shut up! I'm enjoying God's work. <laughs> okay. And I'm just like looking <laughs> all around, like a little. You know how you have kids when they just look newborn. They looking all retarded. I'm just like, "Oh my god, that is so dope." Yeah, you cute. No,
0: but I'll talk to you later. Man, well, that's man. that's jiggy. Uh... I don't know if the kids say "Jiggy." <laughs> I still say it, but and see, here's the thing: see, so you, you you as an artist, you
1: control it, like you control where the pen and pencil goes. As a writer, it's different for me because it does bleed over, but it 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 drives me nuts. Like, there's nothing like, and and I know this 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 bleeds the Truman thing and it bleeds the other thing. There is nothing more annoying than for me to be somewhere. And having a peaceful moment where I'm meditating and, and thinking about what I'm doing, and my imagination is just like on full blast, one hundred. Uh-huh. And then the character appears, like, "Hey, guess what I did last night?" <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like but, your imaginary friend, like Drop Fred Dead, Drop Dead Fred, or whatever it was. Yeah, Drop Dead Fred. And you know, I'll be sitting there typing. I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna get this chopped out." And then a character that has nothing to do with what I'm working on, like, "Hey, so I got drunk last night." What? <laughs> Yeah, man, you need to work on my story for real. Let me tell you what I, I was at the strip club. I did this. I did this. what? Bruh. I did. Or worse, I, I've been in the bathroom, and I've been on the toilet, and all of a sudden, I don't know how it happens. Like, the shower curtain flies back, and it's like, hey! I'm like, why are you in the tub drunk with a corona? Like, what did we do, what did we do last night? Yeah! Like, Fight Club. Like, what did we do? Yeah. So... That's what's up. That's that's the, the downside for this
0: gift. Um, um unfortunately <laughs> Unfortunately there is no bag of questions just because I was doing dad stuff. So there is no bag of questions. I don't care. X off the top, man. Okay. I'm, 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 With that being said, do you want me to sing the song? What song? The eater? No. no. Oh. The bag of questions song. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes. All
0: right, y'all. It was a. I know where that came from. There was a hand motion. It looked. Was that Pee Wee's Playhouse with the chair? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, When she saw the song. Okay. (laughs) Now it's time for the battle. I gotta get this out. Uh, Speaking of which, pretty soon, um, I'm going to the studio, and uh, actually recording like the, the, Mm. the like the songs and stuff. So there's going to actually be a great music. So it won't just be me singing these things Man. really soon. Okay. Now it's time for the bag of questions. <laughs> Answer Match at your own discretion. Bag of questions. Yeah. Okay. You now. I mean? um, You had a little lounge singer on there. That yeah, that's, that's what America. I was kind yeah. of going for yeah. yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. Um, let's see.
1: You know that's another weird thing that I've noticed, and I'm sh- oh, I'm sure like my gaggle of wives of.
0: Did you just interrupt the bag of questions to? I, you you your singing made me think about
1: oh, it okay. like All Bill right. Bill Murray he used to do that, okay lounge singer thing. Yeah, I, I find myself sometimes quoting Bill Murray movie. That's
0: wonderful. that's that's a that's a plus. That's a gift if anything. <sighs> All right, check it out. Last time, you were at a wedding. Two part question. Okay. First part, last time you were at a wedding. Second part, did you make a scene? Uh,
1: yes. I yes I did make a scene because you know what this. Okay, my friend Joy got married. Beautiful wedding. He was out in uh, Miller on the at the Aquatorium, the upstairs part. Have you been out there in Miller? Yes, I have. Okay, so she had her wedding there. Uh, Another friend of ours, mutual friend Jade, who's a radio personality on 106.3. She's there with her husband. And crazy as it may sound, once again, one of those epic TV show moments. It comes to the time where, you know, the little ceremony where the the husband takes the the garden thing. Yeah. So, all BS aside, true story. I am the only person at this wedding who is single. Hmm. Everybody's in a relationship. Everybody's married. And I'm just standing there with Jade and Joy. And I'm like, so, uh, you going to throw this thing? She's like, <laughs> She's like, you're the only one that's single. I'm like, stop playing. She's like, no, like literally, you're the only one here that's single. So I'm just going to take it off my leg and give it to you. <laughs> I don't even have to find my husband for him to take it off and do it. I'm like... <laughs> What? Like, I, all these people here and I'm sitting there, like, I'm tempted to stand on the table and be angry and be mad, but it's like, I don't want to embarrass my friends. Okay. And plus, it was no liquor, so I couldn't blame the liquor. That I, would, I was sober. <laughs> so, it was just like, man, you know, I kind of just want to walk on the beach now, just walk into the ocean and not come back, because it was really sad.
0: Let me ask you this. Did she hand it to you? Yeah, she did. And how long ago was this? Oh god, it's
1: 2018 now. Uh I want to say 15, 16. It's been a while. 16 years? No, like a year. Oh, year. Oh, 2016. Yeah, something okay, like that. Okay, so
0: that's cool. Did any of them other people get married in that
1: time? Uh everybody was like I said, everybody was either in a relationship or married at that you know time. I'm thing. saying anybody in a relationship. that I know married? about Okay, I, I well there you
0: go. You still winning. All right. Uh one has to go. Oreos, brownies. I uh Rice Krispies, chocolate chip cookies. Okay, are these regular brownies? Yes, everything's regular. Uh, where is the funding? Uh, <laughs> regular? No.
1: Uh d- 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 brownies they gotta go.
0: Brownies? Are you serious? Rice that? Krispies. Wait, is oh poor, wait, yeah, man. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Rice Krispies. Right yeah. I was say poor that rice. I Krispies, didn't like the cereal as a kid.
0: I didn't like who liked the cereal. You know, we talked about the cereal on the last podcast, yeah, but, know. okay, I'm going to ask you. Hmm? Favorite cereal? Captain Crunch. Really? Yeah. Okay. Any special way that the Captain Crunch is prepared? Because
1: uh, I put it in the bowl first and then the milk because I like to hear the, the milk invade the crevices of the crunch in it. Do you let it soak for a minute? Because Captain Crunch will tear your mouth up. Uh that's the only downside about Cabin Crunch, yeah. It's like chewing on razor blades. Well um, you, you can go oops all berries. Well, Crunch Berry is good too. Hmm. Um Yeah, that that's my favorite uh, oh, well see I was a kid I had I used to eat grown folks here too. I mean, <laughs> Special cake. <K. laughs> no. Oh god, no, my grandfather used to smash that. Uh okay. I was thinking like honey bunches of oats. I loved Raisin brands, just not the after effect of eating too much of it. Of course. You know, like... <laughs> so, um, but yeah, kids cereal. Um, I literally threw a box of kicks at my mom because I didn't want that crap. Okay. Like, uh, yeah. Uh,
0: let's see. Let's see. Apparently, tricks are not for kids. <laughs> uh, favorite Beatles song? Oh. Yeah, this is this is spec- specifically. He, I didn't know you was
1: asking SAT questions, man, man Well, that, you yeah. know. That's hard. That's like man. Oh, gosh. That's that's hard. Cuz it depends on my mood. Like one minute I might be in a strawberry fields forever kind of mood. Um I might have to rock with that. That might be my favorite because that's the one I tend to play a lot only because the video is crazy to me. There's like a point where Paul McCartney's playing this raggedy piano and the strings are like all pulled out and this, you know how you have the tuners on a guitar? Like Mm -hmm. there's a tree branch sticking out and it has the tuners on it. Oh, wow. And all of a sudden he just runs from behind the piano and does like this backwards thing and hops up into the tree. And starts tuning the piano from up there, and it's just uh-huh. like, "Huh." Hmm. That's
0: an interesting visual. Yeah, I, I
1: have to show it to you. But yeah, that's that's I would have to say "Strawberry Fields Forever" might be my favorite Beatles song. Okay, depending on my mood.
0: I got you. Um, let's see what we got here. Um, let's see. You know what? I got a big fear of dead space in my podcast. I don't know it's just it seems like it gives people enough time to be like next like yeah I don't know speaking you want to talk about dead the weirdest thing I've ever had um, if you say the weirdest thing you have ever killed then I no, No 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 no
1: no no there was this one time uh, uh, in the beginning when the relationship was fresh with me and my ex weird story she took me to the cemetery to introduce me to her (laughs) family don't laugh no no, she took me to the cemetery and it was like six of her relatives were all like in the same space. Mom, uncle, aunt, grandmother, some other stuff. And crazy as it sounds, and once again, it was one of those Truman moments where I had to look to the invisible TV audience. She's like, mom, grandpa, this is Avery. And it's just oh, like, geez. did you talk back to them? Unfortunately, I have to admit and say, oh, yeah, I did. And then I kind of like stepped out the scene and called my mom, which was like really, <laughs> really awkward and bad because me and my mom don't get down like that. It's like, Mom, <laughs> guess where I am? <laughs> yes. I'm at the cemetery with Tamara and she's introduced me to her family. What? But baby, they did. Yes. Mother, <laughs> I keep up with the story, Mom. We, did
0: you not catch the key phrase, cemetery, Mom? <laughs> I'm looking for... You know what, though? That's kind of deep because maybe she's never done that before. I'm she, looking for. She, some. I don't
1: know. She didn't. She she did explain to me that was I was like the first time she'd ever done that. So it was kind of special to me and funny at the same time. But my mom was like, So what are y'all doing? I was like, Well, mom, I'm finna get in the game of spades with him. So <laughs> um, I just feel so weirded out that I called you. So to let you know this. So uh, I'll talk to you
0: later. Um, I'm finna. You know, be about partners with her grandma uh, spades. I, I have her. a, I have a feeling he's gonna sandbag. Right. Very, so let me like go ahead talk. and jump
1: in. So
0: I am looking for one more thing. Oh, and then it was a weird thing because it was one relative that
1: was way off by a tree by the fence. Oh, <laughs> right. and she explains she's like, he's way over there. I'm like, well, why is he not over here with the rest of the family? Like they beefing in the afterlife. Like oh. can't be buried with <laughs> us.
0: <laughs> like this, this be that's real talk. That's some Tupac. <laughs> Crad to the grave, like whoa, 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 your grave goes over there. Right. You um, not with us? We don't like you. No. Let's see. I cannot find my last question. Now I gotta come up with a question off the top. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I'm born ready. for this. You're I
1: go. Ready? I go hard. I see. Real. I All day. day. All day. By myself.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask uh one of those questions that asks literary people. Okay. Okay. I'm a literary person now. Well, okay. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Favorite writer. And this is... I'm asking that to get to something else. Favorite writer. uh, It's a couple of them. Just give me two.
1: Um, as boring as people may say he is. Eric Jerome Dickey.
0: What did he write? Oh, Eric Jerome Dickey. Okay. Yeah. It's one of those guys. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, And I'm stepping out my genre, but... Gillian Flynn, she wrote Gone Girl. Okay. Um, now,
0: which one wins in the fist fight? Oh wow! Uh, I, man, I might have to say it, Jerome Dickey. Why? Because it's a guy. He's got the reach advantage.
1: Oh man! But then again, old girl from man, she did write Amy, real savage and Gone Girl. So yeah, I might, but yeah. I'm talking
0: about body. She got the upper body. She what? She she she's a thick girl. She
1: looked like one of those PTA moms that okay. bakes lemon squares and has like the sorority
0: sweater around her. Okay, and... so we're gonna go Andrew Jerome Dickey. Yeah, what, what's his name? Eric Jerome Dickey. Eric Jerome. Now, Eric Jerome Dickey goes up against Tyler Perry because Tyler Perry wrote the book. Who wins? Oh, Tyler Perry. <laughs> you do not sound like you didn't want to say that. Because <laughs> uh, you know, you got Medea. You know, pap, And the bad thing is, in my brain, he's dressed as. Yeah, Madea. that's, so that's he's scary. grounded. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah man, that, that's true. Okay. Yeah. All right, y'all. This has been another episode That's of it, the Bros. Three Questions? No, I ain't got no more. I didn't finish my bottle. Look, did, did, did there are answers in the bottle, man. That just means you got to come back once we get some reviews on this book. <laughs> once I read the book, that way I can say I found this to be great and I found it. Oh, nice yeah. To be I guess good. I should say. Yeah, I guess I oh, should Oh, yeah. Tell yeah. people where they can um, find you and your books. You can
1: find the book on Amazon.com. It's called Street Vices 2. Uh, the main author is Panther Jones. Um, you can also check out my blog, which I have to get back into uh, CAXCorner.com. Spell that for the people dot com.
0: Okay, yeah, all right. Uh, thank you, fam, for listening. Um, I hope you're having a beautiful day. I hope y'all being good to each other. Y'all live your best life, live your best life, and also the question is because you didn't ask, uh, where the brothers at? Cause last time you asked me where the brothers at.
1: Yeah, yeah. like yeah. Cause one one's wife was on here and she yeah. was
0: cool. Y'all was in the kitchen. Right. Short stack.
1: Is that her name?
0: Like on uh, no, Instagram? No, no, part. That's sis. Don't she don't like look. The family deals with anonymity. I right, y'all. I gotta go. It's been fun. I love y'all. Be good. Bye.